Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Are you looking for a podcast about the worst Windy City? Dan, you must be thinking of another podcast. Oh! Good evening, Kelsey. Good evening, Robert. How are you today? I am here. How are you? I'm... Honky Dory. Say Honky Dory? Yeah. Isn't that isn't that how they say it? No. Yes, it is. <laughs> oh my god, Honky Dory. Oh, uh, whoops. You're just <laughs> Honky Dory. Sorry. This is an excellent way to start the show. <laughs> honky Dory. That's our next piece of merch. There you go. <laughs> and that's just a picture of me with like my hand up. <laughs> Hi. Honky Dory. Honk honk. Uh, anyway, because I always feel good on the Thursdays that we record where I'm off on my Fridays because I know Uh that like, I've got fucking shit to do after this. So yeah, it's nice. It's nice. It's nice to know. All right. Um, okay. So last episode, I believe it was, we were talking about me trying to find a new video game to survive in, right? Yes. All right. So we found a game called survivalist invisible strain and all the reviews were like super positive it hearkened it top to, of every fucking list yeah everyone was like it's just like state of decay but better and it's just like i don't know project zomboid but better it's like all the okay. all the zombie video games that i like and everyone said but it's better, better. <laughs> so i was like this is gonna be fun so i tried it i downloaded it i installed it uh i wanted to like it so bad robert <laughs> So the character creation is robust. I'll give it that. It was a good it was a good character creation screen. You have the ability to like pick a bunch of different traits for your character. So like you can make them gay or straight or bi or you can make them like romantic or prude. You can make them just okay. all sorts of different uh So throwing a little Sims in there. Yeah, it was very much Sims like character creation style. You could pick preselect pre-selected faces um you could also like change the width of your nose and like the the length of your lips or whatever you can <laughs> really fine-tune this character's face just and <laughs> lips stretching way down yeah um it was a really good character creation screen um but that's like kind of it as far as like what was good about the game for me like you get a free character. You you build your character, you get into the game, and you are in the world and you okay. can go talk to people. The aim of the aim of it is like you're surviving you're surviving in the apocalypse. Uh it's a zombie type apocalypse. Uh, a apocalypse. Okay. A zombie type apocalypse. And the world has ended with like five different strains of zombie virus. So there's like green zombies, hmm. blue zombies, red and white zombies. Okay. And they all have different traits and stuff. So the green zombies are kind of slow and easy to kill. And the red zombies really fucking suck. Cause they just like come out of nowhere and bite you and you're dead instantly. So God, it, yeah, it's, it was, it was a hard learning curve, I think. And the, the, f- the gameplay of the game, I just couldn't, I couldn't get into it. Like, I like games where you have to find stuff and craft stuff, but this one just seemed to make it like way hard to do anything. Okay. I, I, I didn't enjoy it. Is that but, how um, it's better? Cause they were like, well, it's more, it's more realistic cause it's harder. It's not just gamified where you can just find the stuff you need. Is that I why mean, people maybe, think it's better? I think it's cool. Like it has NPCs built in that have personalities and they have quests for you. And I like that aspect of it. I was like, Oh cool. So I can like do quests and these people will learn to love me and I can (laughs) buy a chicken from this guy and find some chicken wire in that place and go build a fence and stuff. But like, 
it some of the mechanics of it were just stupid like every single piece of fence that you build acts okay. as a building in your area and the more buildings you have the more likely bandits are to come rob you and the more likely <laughs> zombies are to come find you so okay. like you build a a five by five fenced in area for your garden and suddenly that's 25 fucking buildings that you have <laughs> so some of the mechanics just weren't quite ironed out enough for me and and it's I kind of older so you'd think it would be like patched in or refined by now yeah, so like it's been in early release since 2020, which like this guy made a game about the end of the world in 2020, go figure. But uh, like I was like, surely he must have forgotten it by now and stopped developing it or something. But like, no, the most recent patch was as of August. So I was like, okay, so he's still actively doing stuff in here. Okay. Um, it's just not my bag. I don't know. I wish it was. The art style for it is really cool because it's, yeah. it's styled kind of like a comic book. Like Ooh, it looks cool. neat. Yeah, it's very, like, Walking Dead type video game. Is it going to be like Starfield where they say you got to play six hours before you finally like it? I don't know. I played for a couple of hours and I had, like, a community built. I'd recruited a bunch of people. I learned the hard way that, like, you get the one free character and if you die, that's the end of your save file if you don't have another community built. So, like, if you die before you make a friend, that's... You're you're done. You're toast. Start over. (laughs) So... That's if you make a friend, sucks. yeah, if you make a friend and you die, like you just take over the friend and that's, that's your new character. Welcome to new person. How do you make a um, friend? You got to like find a refugee and recruit them to your community or like give a guy a gift and he's like, Hey, I like you. Let's hang out. Mm, that kind of okay. stuff. But it was just like, I got to the point where I had built a small, very small community and I was unable to do anything because i would like walk away to try to find food and bandits would come so i'd have to run around and like go back and fight the <laughs> bandits off and be like okay bandits are dead i killed two of my people but like okay i guess we'll bury them move on and then i go out and try to find some leather and like oh yeah. no zombies are attacking so i have to come back to the camp and the ai doesn't fight well so like you'll arm your people with a machete or a gun or whatever and they're just like i don't know how to use this and they get bit and they die so god it was a frustrating time i wanted to like it so bad i still i'm still looking for the game to scratch my itch i have not given up um it's called survivalist invisible strain because um so i said there's five strains of zombies there's the green blue red and white of the actual zombies and then there's the invisible strain which people in your community can get and then they can turn into zombies and you don't know until they're dead so that's an interesting aspect of it too it seems like such a cool world that I wanted to get to know, but I couldn't get to know it because I was just constantly under assault in my camp by raiders or zombies yeah. or refugees or whoever was coming by. So frustrating time. But like I said, I'm still hunting. I mean, uh, it does sound like there were things that you liked about it. Like, yeah, there you were. haven't really like given a- it like the shittiest review. No, yeah, like it is a good game for somebody. Not me, but for somebody. <laughs> yeah. So I recommend if you like survival games, like try it out. Maybe it's going to be for you. Maybe you can figure out how I was doing it wrong and why I didn't like it. Yeah. Uh, it wasn't expensive. It was 10 bucks. So it's not a huge sunk cost. I'm like, okay, spent 10 bucks to feel crappy for a couple of hours so you said that like the ai didn't know shit do you think it would be better like can you play it with another person yeah i played it with richard and it was still really tough but like he can't stay back protect the camp while one person goes and looks for food he could, yeah, but then it's, like, boring for one person because you have, like, one person out in the field scavenging and then that person is susceptible to zombie attacks. So yeah. it's just, it's a game that I feel like would be really, if you played with, like, a big group. I don't know what the actual server size is for it, but if you got, yeah. like, 10 friends together, could be fun because you could each go out in different parties looking for different stuff. This group could go hmm. hunt animals. This group could go kill zombies this group can go like find buildings that you want to take over yeah it just didn't work for me well but say la vie the search continues 
I might just go back to State of Decay 2, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> like, might as well. I love that game. I just feel like I have gotten to a point where I know it well enough that I know what to do, and thereby it becomes a little boring. And I'm not willing to, like, step into the hard shit where you do the, the gauntlet of fucking, what do you call them? Those big-ass beating hearts that you have to beat up. Oh, yeah. Because those are very tough, but... Anyway, I, I just want State of Decay 3. Like, is that so much to ask? They promised. They promised me. They showed me a video of a zombie deer, and then they took it away. Did you ever try Days Gone yet? You know what? I didn't. Maybe that's my next game. I mean... That's the one with Sam Witwer, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I know it's, like, single-player-ish, and you gotta, mm -hmm. you know, drive to a lot of places before shit happens. And that one did take a while to get going, but, like, once I started upgrading... And once you start finding the hordes, that's the yeah. fun stuff. Okay. I've, right. I've actually been thinking about that game a lot. And I'm like, maybe I want to play Days Gone again. Do I want to play Days Gone again? Kind of do. Thinking about it. Do you, you have... crack this thing open? I'm about to see if you had a crackable. Because you're sipping from I something do. that I'm sipping from. Yeah. Our beautiful tumblers that we got at Podcast Movement. Now, this is sweet tea that I made. Ooh. In a giant... All right, so... I wasn't aware that mason is not like a type of jar. <laughs> it's a brand that makes jars. Yeah. I thought it was ball mason jars. Like ball makes the jars, right? They're called mate. Well, I bought a mason like jar pitcher. It's like this fucking big. Yeah. Like it's, a big ass two gallon pitcher or whatever. Yeah. Right? It still is like a mason jar. It's got the same type of top on it, but it has a like, you know, a little spout on the bottom too. And so we bought yeah. fucking one of those to fill with tea. Hell yeah. That's a lot of motherfucking tea. <laughs> Getting serious about your tea consumption. Uh, it's very good though. Nice. Uh, but yes, I am ready to crack it as well. Yeah. Let's get it. Oh, yeah, good old fashioned crackable. This is a polar seltzer. I've not tried this flavor. It came free from HelloFresh. Not sponsored, just passionate. It stinks. Ooh. Ew, well, what's the flavor? <laughs> it's a uh, strawberry watermelon, and I'm like on the rough side of watermelon. I don't watermelon flavoring to me is like not watermelon, you know. See, that's the one fruit. I think that's the top fruit that it's um, top fruit. you either like the real or the flavor. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this. It tastes like a Jolly Rancher. Cause see, I hate watermelon i think it has zero yeah. flavor oh you don't like the actual watermelon no gross oh my god i love watermelon exactly and i love the flavor because it tastes like something mm. good okay <laughs> and you don't like the flavor yeah and grape does not taste like fucking grapes so fucking love grape <laughs> i think but see like that's not one where i think like you either like the fruit or the flavor like they're so yeah separated <laughs> Yeah, they you are they're two separate entities, like banana and banana. Yeah, like, oh yeah, those are two vastly different flavors. Yeah. But I like both. I think I like banana-flavored stuff. That's fine. I love banana-flavored stuff. Banana Maybe I don't, taffy. because I don't so like banana pudding. You don't like banana pudding? No, it's weird tasting. Have we had this conversation before? Probably <laughs> not. You? Oh my god. Banana pudding. Like, I like banana pudding. The puppet. <laughs> Yeah, sure. <laughs> we all do here in Texas. <laughs> I like that, but I don't like <laughs> banana pudding. The dessert. Yeah, you'll, okay. you'll never catch me eating b banana pudding. I don't like vanilla wafers on top of it. I think that's gross. I will pick those off and then leave the rest behind. So here. Okay, well, you have that's the wafers. Our, that's our... I'll have the pudding. Olive theory thing. Yeah. There we go. I'll eat those. You can have the pudding. <laughs> okay. Deal. But like, I kind of get what you're saying with like playing a game that like you're so familiar with because yeah. i did just replay uncharted one two three four <laughs> and lost legacy oh, i've God. just replayed all of them that's so many it's just five games just five <laughs> just, just a quick five just five games i beat one of them in one sitting one one quick session what the fuck well that's the dlc one that's like oh. half the length of the normal ones okay i didn't anticipate on beating it in the same day that I beat a whole other game. But uh, I did. It was quick and easy. All right. But like, you know, I'll, I was like replaying the first one and I'm like, my God, I remember like certain because like I've played those like on the hardest 
difficulty as well. Yeah. And there are certain rooms that are burned into my brain as like, this is the worst enemy placement for a room of all time. <laughs> and then I have like PTSD and I'm like, but it's so easy on normal. This is great. Yeah. I can get shot f- 15 times and live. This is fine. Totally fine. It doesn't stop me from wanting to play those, even knowing the shit. I Right. There's a comfortable you know, game that yeah. you can get into, you know, like you put it on like an old hoodie and it feels good. Yeah. Like, I don't see anything wrong with that. That's kind of how I feel about Until you get the game you want. Yeah. Yeah. So I might also die back into Project Zomboid. I don't know. I just crave a game. (laughs) I just want one that I can sit in and have fun and just chill. We, after ditching Survivalist Invisible Sprain. Invisible Strain. Invisible Sprain. Ah, this ankle. What's wrong with it? (laughs) That's what's going on to my ankle. (laughs) Um, so after ditching that one, we did try a game called Far World Pioneers, which is extremely similar to uh, a game that I have long loved called Terraria. Oh, okay. um, yeah. It's fine. <laughs> I have complaints about it. I, I like Terraria better, I think, because Far World Pioneers, like the idea is that you're crash landed on this planet. You're trying to craft a a ship so you can get off the planet but you have to like go do all these different things on this planet that you're stranded on so you can actually get the stuff to get the ship to get off the planet so pikmin pikmin really the same thing that's the that's that's the storyline for pikmin huh okay you crash land on a you crash land on a planet you find the pikmin and you have a certain amount of air every day and you have to go out and find the parts to your ship using the pikmin to help you and then you have to go back before night because you can't be out at night all right. And then... Yeah, so it's kind of like that. Rinse and repeat. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah, like I said, it's it's okay. It's it's filling my time. <laughs> it's go. not good. It's not bad. It's, uh, it's just something that I am playing. Ooh, I have a question for you because you just said filling your time. But I have a question yeah. now. Okay. The weather is yes. better. Yes. Does that mean dice are back on the table? Oh my god, good question. I haven't even fucking thought about dice since the weather has been so It hasn't it's not gonna get past ninety in the near future. Like Yeah. How are you not in the the depths of dice making right now? <laughs> Engage in resin mode. This is probably the one month you're gonna get before like winter sets uh, in and then you can't do it probably. for winter again. Yeah. I wish I had a climate controlled room in which I could safely do resin. Yeah. But, yeah, maybe I'll fucking do resin. I mean, it's been a minute. It's been a couple minutes. It's been a, been a, a long time. a minute. Like a year, honestly, since I've been able to cast yeah. anything successfully. So, yeah, I should do that. Yeah, you said filling your time. And then I was like, man, she could just make dice. And I was like, <gasps> she could make dice. <laughs> the weather is so nice again. It's dice weather. Yeah. Yeah. I should do that. Maybe. I see the wheels turning. You're like, oh, shit, I actually can. I... I can make ideas. No, yeah. I like I like wrote that out of my life for the heat. But yeah, I gotta flip on a switch now. Like, but like I can have this back. I could do it. Yeah, it could be fun. I mean, for now, you better do it quick because better fucking get it done. I bet we get the rest of this month, maybe a little of October, and then you're probably shut down again. What's your What's your low temperature? Um, I think as long as you're in the fifties, it's good. So. You can do October. Yeah. You got two months, man. You got two got months time. of dice. Hell yeah. Two months of dice. Get it going. Uh, Well, cool. So Far World Pioneers was the second one, and that was just fine, you're saying? Yeah, it's fine. Okay. Like, it's on Game Pass, so I didn't pay money for it. So. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. That's the best kind. I just don't know what I'm... I don't know what I'm looking for. (laughs) And once it hits me, then I'll be happy. But at this point in time, I'm just like, nothing fills, nothing satisfies the brain. Oh, I know what I'm looking for. And it's already purchased and waiting to come in. Well, Spider-Man. That's Spider-Man 2. That's all I need. Yep. I would love to have Assassin's Creed, but Spider-Man 2 is enough. That's going to be enough. I'm going to live in that fucking world for too long. Speaking of worlds that, that we live in. It's the right. only way that I can describe this. <laughs> All right. Um, I have to tell you a thing real quick. Just you have this quick. like pained 
look about you that you have to bring this to me. I just want you to know the world as it exists out there. I don't want to know. <laughs> Can I share with you some of the world as it is happening? It feels like a trick question, but okay. So I got a TikTok the other day. It's always got to start with that, doesn't it? So I got this TikTok and these people are like at like a, a Denny's maybe somewhere like that. And they're just chit-chatting. And like, so the camera's like on the, on the guy's food here. And then like, it just shows him like pushing the maple syrup over towards the girl. And then like, he looks up and she's like eating and looks away. And like, she sees the thing. She starts to laugh and then like starts like untying her shoes and goes, I don't even know if I can get them off. What? And then it what? ends and then it ends there. And that's, that's the whole TikTok. Okay. okay. <laughs> so if you would have seen that TikTok, what would the you TikTok, think? The TikTok ends where the questions start. Is yes. she going to put the syrup on her shoes? <laughs> so you're telling me that you would have further questions. Yes. Would you pursue those questions? No. That's where my curiosity so and your curiosity So that's where divulge. we differ. Oh. Yes. I had to fucking know. <laughs> because one, you click into the comments and it's like, damn, lucky guy. And I'm like, what? Lucky guy how? Because nice looking girlfriend? Like, what are we talking about? And everyone's just doing like a whole like, <laughs> like, it's just laughter. It's like everyone's <laughs> in on the joke. And I'm like, what's the fucking joke? Okay. Explain. So I figured it out. Are you happy with your results? No. <laughs> <laughs> it took a little bit of searching. It wasn't even that hard to figure it out. I don't even know how I got there. I think I, because you know how like TikTok on almost all videos now, down at the bottom, it'll have like a playlist that it kind of belongs in. Yeah. You should use that. I, I click on those from time to time. It's not very relevant information. <laughs> okay. But it gets you there, kind of, right? And that's where I find out the most tragic shit, honestly. Because yeah. every single video I'm on, it's like, look at this cute cat. And then at the bottom, it's like, sad boy died. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, Oh, yeah. Who is sad boy? <laughs> you said sad two names. The... You said two names the other day. And I was yeah. like, I don't know who either of these are. Well, sad boy and bird died on like the same fucking day. It's the two cats I care about on TikTok. If you're finding okay, out about this cats. via this podcast, I am so sorry. No. Okay. There's this account called Poet Square Cats. And it's this beautiful, wonderful account that is just this woman and her husband who live in a house. Uh, they had rented the house. And there's a feral cat colony that like lives around the house. So she okay. feeds them and shit. And it changed her whole life because she was going to be like like they couldn't afford the mortgage anymore so they were going to be like kicked out and it was a rental so they couldn't afford the the rent and uh people were like well we'll donate to you and you can buy the house and just live there forever and then keep giving us all this cat content oh my god so tiktok <laughs> literally bought the fucking house for her okay and she's able to like write a book about these cats and uh her her life is totally centered now around like neutering and caring for feral cat colonies in her area okay it's an incredible tiktok success story and these two cats that she has sad boy and lola they live together like on the neighbor's roof or something because they're always on the roof like watching the sunset it's all picturesque and shit and i love them and they're married and they're okay. beautiful <laughs> and sad boy is just this like big beautiful white cat and you know that i have a special relationship hey with my heart. i've seen sad boy okay you probably have he's like a, a gorgeous giant man with like yeah i've seen him sad expression in, on his face yep because i saw yeah. one tiktok and i just thought they were calling him a sad boy didn't know that that was his name okay that's his name he's sad boy and he fucking died, and I hate it here. <laughs> I want to leave this planet. <laughs> and then the same day, this baby, like, itty-bitty baby kitten, another fucking white cat. White cats, I got to tell you, man, they do something to my heart. Okay. But, yeah, baby bird just wasn't long for this world in the first place. Like, she was born with some kind of, like, the first cat ever to have this rare-ass disease. So she died, and it was okay. horrible. And I cried a lot. But anyway, tell me about your horrible TikToks. Oh, this is going to make you cry more. 
Awesome. So same type of thing where like cause sometimes those like playlists are unrelated. Like you're watching, uh-huh. I don't know, TikTok about Star Wars and then it's like Johnny Depp Amber Heard case real. <laughs> and it's like, how is this related? <laughs> right. Like why, why is this in my search bar? Yeah. So attached to this one was something about like like Denny's syrup foot something, right? And I was like, Oh no, no. I gotta fucking know. So I click it and I start watching some videos. And it's more the same shit. Just people like pushing over syrup and then we all laugh and then it ends. So okay. I'm like, What does that mean? And then this guy pushes it over to this girl and she just goes, It's never gonna fucking happen and goes back to eating okay. her food. And I'm like, What are we doing? Is it something I want to make a guess? <laughs> Is it Give something me the guess. about like the girl puts the syrup on the feet and then it's like a foot fetish situation? Very close. Okay. Very close. Does he eat the syrup off her feet? Because I hate no. that. Okay, because good. this is in public. That's okay. what you have to keep in mind is that you're going to a Denny's. You're going to an IHOP. You're going to a breakfast place. An eatery. To have this happen. Yeah. That's the trend. You ready? There's a weird situation on TikTok. Like there's a okay. there's a hidden fetish of like people doing things in public that they shouldn't be doing. Yeah, like well, you're about to learn what this one is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You'll have to send me some of those because like I don't know what the point of this is. Like they're all staged. There's like this one particular woman. It's a fetish content account. Don't ask me how I run across this shit in my life. But she's like in Home Depot and she's just like wearing Home Depot. Okay. Like stuff like like a like a like lumber like wearing something she's not supposed to be wearing. Okay. And she's like, I'm naked under here. And her husband's like, why are you naked? I don't know. I shouldn't be naked. No, you shouldn't be naked. And like that's the whole thing. That's fucking weird. She accidentally got naked at a Home Depot and is now wearing Home Depot accoutrement okay. as her <laughs> clothing. That yeah, is I don't know. It's fucking weird. There's a strange element of TikTok that sometimes I get like just a peek in and I'm like, yeah. oh, nope. And I scroll right past That's it. That's the whole like, oh, no, I'm stuck. Oh, help yeah. me. Yeah. Whoopsies. So then I came across like a Denny's employee. Okay. And he was like, for the love of God, stop doing this trend because I'm tired of cleaning this shit up. Okay. (laughs) Still no answers. So then I get to the next one. And I finally receive my answer. Okay. Are you ready for the trend? I don't think so. That's going on out there. I think you're going to tell me anyway. Oh, I'm definitely telling you. So the trend is... You go to an eatery that would Uh have syrup. You're in the public space and you slide syrup to your girl who will then put it on her feet and give you a foot job under the table. No, 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 no. That's not real. That's not real. And then I found a video where it's like like a booth of four and four and all the guys are like, oh, like freaking out and shit. Why? And then I go back to the same dude, the fucking D- Denny's guy. And he's like, please stop this. And I saw the pain in his eyes. And I was like, this has to be the thing that's happening. That can't be real. I refuse to believe this is a thing that is happening in the world. I don't know. But it is super trending. And so now I get like the girl like, it's not going to fucking happen. Because I bet she's like, that's fake. So she's like, I'm not going to fucking do that. Right? Yeah. But there's so... But I don't know, man. Only fans exist and you can't tell me. People aren't drawn to like the... But did it happen? Or, you know, <laughs> they could still stage it. I guess. But there's a whole fucking trend of TikToks of sliding syrup over. And then you're supposed to know that's what's going to happen. But how am I supposed to fucking know that (laughs) without being told the rules? You know what I mean? That's got to be a joke. That's got to be like a Gen Z thing that we're not in on. But like, that's the thing. What are their jokes? (laughs) I don't fucking know. (laughs) Their jokes are just like, this is outrageous. And then that's the extent of the joke. Yeah. There's nothing really that funny about it. 
It's just Not like, close. that's pretty wild. Well, when you're young, you usually try to be <laughs> like, this is a thing that's out of the norm. When you're young, sorry. You have to like put on your like little spectacles and settle back into your armchair. When you're young, you know, the trends are different, you see. I mean, you can't tell me that like when we were younger, it wasn't fun to like push the envelope a little bit. Everybody does it. Yeah. So I guess like this is just their form of like, well, this would be outrageous. But like, I think it's happening, though. Which makes me now horribly afraid to go to eat breakfast. (laughs) I can't imagine this is I I really don't think this is real. I I refuse to believe. I don't know if it's just like my rose colored glasses that I want to see the world through, but I don't. My syrup colored glasses that I I refuse to put on. I believe the world is so much worse than we believe. So when I see this stuff, I'm like, that seems somewhat tame to what could be happening. I'm like, that's probably real. There's a lot of things in this world that could happen. But I don't want any of them to be real. But I bet most of them are happening. Or it's become a joke to the point that Somebody just did it because they weren't aware that it's not supposed to actually happen. Yeah. And then explain to me how you have to get up and explain <laughs> your immensely <laughs> syrup covered pants. Jesus. <laughs> like <laughs> That's how you get a yeast infection. I just I found it. It was there. And now I want to forget about it. Yeah. I also want to forget about it. Can we go back to before this episode and just start over, please? Yeah, you want to um want to get dinner, no more breakfast. <laughs> please. Let's take a break. When I was eating ramen a lot, Stu was like, "You can't do that, Robert. There's a lot of salt. Your feet going to swell up." And oh I was like, God. "Leave me alone, Stu." <laughs> That's an over 40 problem, Stu. <laughs> but I think about it all the time now. I'm like, "Maybe I should go soft on the ramen." But I'm like, "This is all I've eaten today." So it's like 15% of my salt for the day? That's not a lot of salt. I'm yeah. good then. Just gotta balance it, you know? Yeah, because I don't salt shit. So if I get it all from ramen in a day, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. That's whatever. I don't salt stuff either. Salt like, is the worst flavor additive. I salt my stuff when I'm cooking. Like, it's important to salt things when you cook them for the chemistry. But, like, if I get... I salt meat only. Just meat? You gotta salt the veggies. Yep. Veggies need salt. I just need season. No, I do pepper on those. Yeah, hit them with the salt and the pepper. Makes them good. I'm always the peppers. I love pepper, dude. Salt makes veggies weep a little bit, you know? <laughs> makes them <laughs> seep out the juices that you need. That's creepy. It's good. Makes them weep. Makes them cry. It makes them bleed. <laughs> if you enjoyed that little bit of the pre-ramble, you can get the full bonus episode by going over to patreon.com slash ymbtoap and signing up to be a patron. We would love to see you guys there. You can hop into our lowest tier for just $2. Get into our secret Discord where you can chit-chat with us right now with all the stuff we got in there. We've got the stuff about the episode. You can talk about that. We've got our meme channel, our anime channel, video game, our spooky season one that I think is never going to go away because we're spooky all the time. But it is in baby full swing right now because the spooky season is upon us so it's hot come get in the discord and check that out or you can go up to get the pre-ramble one which is probably how you heard our pre-ramble or you can go up one more tier and get our zeitgeist reviews where we do monthly Mm. reviews of a certain topic or theme so check those out but if you want to be the ultimate supporter you can get yourself some yimtope gear over at the yimtope apparel store that link is in our show notes. Uh, go check out that stuff. It is about to get cold. It's time to start getting those sweet, sweet hoodies. Those hoodies are so soft. They're so warm. Go check one out. They are very much worth it. Fuck yeah. And again, thank you to all of our supporters. We just love you guys so much. Whether you're in the Patreon or not, you guys mean the world to us. And with that, let's get you on back to the regularly scheduled content. All right. You know this is a big Yimtope topic yes it is we have done i think every season not the first maybe but almost every season love is blind comes out and you and i watch that shit we eat it like little gremlin goblins yeah we do and then we talk about how good and horrible it is and how these beautiful beacons of love these like shining stars in the dark night 
lead us to the next season of Love is Blind because there's always a nugget, right? There's always one little piece of love that's like, it's so true. It's so good. We have to watch the next season to see if it'll happen again. There's always just one. Yeah, just one. And then you're just there for the train wreck to see how many of the rest of them could possibly still be thriving. Yeah. And hey, it turns out like the nuggets were never real in the first place. Well, some of them might <laughs> still be real. I guess, but they're real in the worst way. Yeah, because, well, so what, what this is pertaining to, which we'll get to, the person that started it has has a love. And they, yeah. they were a shining star and they're still together, right? Nope, they got divorced. Well, <laughs> yeah. All right, then tell me all about this. I okay, cannot, I cannot so defend the nuggets, so. <laughs> I feel like this is the last time Netflix is ever going to cast two lawyers on one season of one of their reality shows because, holy shit. So, we're talking about Love is Blind season three? Uh, this is... Yes. Yeah. So, we... Um, we covered Love is Blind season four because that was the one that was just took place in Seattle. And there was that whole fiasco with the whole live show. And it seems like that live show, because it was so, so very live, the contestants kind of seized the opportunity to be a little bit more open and frank and be like, you know, (laughs) hinting at maybe Netflix was a little bit more fucked up than they were letting on. Like, I'm sure they make them sign so many non-disclosure agreements and whatever's that you can't really come out right and say like Netflix deprived of of food and funneled us alcohol but oh maybe it's season two or no season four then I can't find the people like like the guy that started this Nick and Danielle it didn't show him in season three Nick and Danielle love is blind he must be season two oh they uh officially well unofficially are yep. talking again. They've reconnected. So yeah, season two. Yep. Danielle Rule and Nick Thompson. Because I was trying to see who the other lawyer dude was from like the cast lineup because the other guy is, you know, one of the ones that like didn't go far, you know? Yeah. So like we don't really know who he is. Right. Yeah. So apparently it's a guy that Nick like really connected with in the pods like off camera. They had a really good friendship and they wanted to continue having a friendship after the show. So they kept in touch and... It's apparently just been like absolute hell for Nick, which sucks. Like they, they put this man through much more of an ordeal than they would have let on. There was, I mean, there's allegations even that Danielle during filming was feeling suicidal and was not permitted by Netflix to leave the show. Like there's a thing in their contract that says, if you leave the show early, you're going to be fined $50,000. Which, like, holy shit, that is a lot of money to be suddenly fined. You know, the, like, coming out of all this has only made that episode of Black Mirror all the more real feeling. For real, yeah. Like, it's creepy and weird. And the fact that Black Mirror also was a Netflix production, you know? (laughs) Yeah. It's sinister. You can't leave. They were going to charge you, what, 50000 right? Yeah. They keep you in the pods where there's like no clocks, no windows. You can't go outside unless you're permitted to go to the bathroom, but they don't let you go to the bathroom that often. And they're depriving you also of water and food. So you're not going to the bathroom that often. Yeah. Like they cut back on these resources for you. And there were, so we ran across this clip on TikTok of just kind of a compilation of what uh, Nick and his friend, I got to find his friend's name. While you do that, I'll tell you about the part of that, like, whole clip thing that really fucked me up. Okay. They were all trying to eat, and then this one guy goes, whoa, 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 there's only, like, two of these things left. Like, don't, don't eat those right now. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at. Like, there's these moments in the show that, like, at at the time didn't seem like anything. You know, it seems like guys joking around, like, oh, don't eat all the blueberries. There's only, like, three of them. Yeah. When, like... There were just three blueberries. <laughs> so for twelve giant dudes. Jeremy. Yeah. That's the Jeremy other guy's name. Hartwell. That's the other guy. Yeah, so Jeremy Hartwell and old Nick Thompson, they have gotten together and they are starting 
like a class action lawsuit. And the lawsuit states the combination of sleep deprivation, isolation, lack of food, and an excess of alcohol, all either required, enabled, or encouraged by defendants contributed to inhumane working conditions and altered mental state for the cast. So he's talking about how like they're like, okay, here's all your drinks. It's just booze. Yeah. (laughs) Whoa, dude. Yeah. Like that sucks. They don't have access to their phones, like their their support system outside of this. They don't have their family or friends. They just have this incredible speed dating where you're going to dates and stuff like up to 20 hours a day at sometimes. And yeah. you don't know what time it is. You don't know how long you're in each of these dates. Some people were like, they could have told me that I was in the pods for months and I would have believed them. Like, I don't know how long I was actually in there, which yeah. is nuts. So if um, they calculated it all out, the cast has paid a flat rate of $1,000 per week based on the hours that they were having to work. That rate comes out to about seven fourteen an hour, which, which is, is lower than minimum wage, right? Yeah, because the minimum wage uh, in Los Angeles County, where those pods are located, is 15 bucks an hour. Mm-hmm. So they really underpaid these guys. And another thing, so they paid them, they paid them hourly as though they were contracted employees. Yeah. And then they filed their taxes on behalf of them. They sent W-2s to the IRS, which you probably know as a person who works in payroll, a W-2 is for a full-time employee yeah. who should get benefits and yep. more stuff like access to mental health care, access to resources. And they were not like, they're just contracted employees that are paid by the hour to do this shit. It's not with a up. W-2 man. Not with a W-2. That should be a 1099 employee. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it all boils down to the fact that like, Nick, the guy who's uh, doing this thing, he's launched a thing called the Unscripted Cast Advocacy Network, or UKN, which is fantastic. He launched that in April of this year, um, and it's helping reality stars, like whether they were on a show previously or currently, it's helping them seek legal counsel and mental health support because the industry is apparently so freaking brutal. I mean, I bet. And it's weird to think of, like... I really don't like (laughs) looking back at love is blind now with that lens, because when you think about Shane in particular, like he looked like a person who was actually losing his mind. And when you combine like funneling them, alcohol, lack of food, lack of sleep, lack of communication with your friends and family, all you have. He was losing his mind. Yeah. All you have in there is like you and your thoughts. And that in itself is kind of a bit of a torture experiment and especially when you're like dating 20 people at once and then yeah. 20 other people are dating those same people it's a lot to put on a person mentally and they didn't give them mental health support this whole time like i don't know what kind of a jaded thing i was thinking that yeah they definitely have therapists on staff or whatever that are just there on call for them to talk through some of this shit because they're opening they're being broken down to their most like raw possible state yeah, I think Nick said in the video, your most unhealed self, which was like, yeah, that's that's about right. And you're just talking on camera about all your darkest shit, trying to find love. Yeah. Can you imagine having not slept for like 20 hours, riding the tail end of a buzz all day? And then they're all like, what scares you at night? And you're just like, yeah. if I answer this, like, can I go to bed? So you're just like, it's fucking this, bro. Like, here's the worst thing ever. Leave me alone now. Yeah. You know? And the way that they portray them on the show, too, is such a a spinned look at stuff. Like, when you take... When you take the image, the scene of uh, Nick and Danielle when they couldn't go to the cast party because Danielle had gotten sick, they had to COVID test her and she tested negative, but they were like, well, due to COVID protocol, you have to stay isolated for this amount of time. So you can't go to the cast party, but the cast party is still going to be happening. So you stay alone in the hotel room. We can't film you for this time. And they just fucking left her. And she sat there alone and had a panic attack by herself in this room alone in a foreign country because they're in Mexico at this point yeah. on the uh, the uh, honeymoon. And 
she's there without like the one person who's been her rock throughout this whole time and they force him to go to the party interact with people that he had previously dated and talk with other guys about danielle and yeah that's that's enough to put anybody into a fragile mental state yeah because i'll tell you how i remember that scene going down yeah i thought he didn't know what was going on with her because she hadn't told him which is still kind of true right but like, so, so here's my not knowing that when I watched it, this is what I took from the scene. Something happened and she was going to stay behind. And he said, that's okay. I'll go for a little bit. And she agreed. Mm-hmm. He agreed. So he leaves. Next thing you know, she has a panic attack because that was known. And then he comes back and she's all, and then, and then she was mad at him because he had left while she had a panic attack. Yeah. Now this is how I remember it happening just from me watching it. And then he gets, like, upset by it, and it looks like he wants to, like, kind of be done with her. Yeah, he's like, well, how am I supposed to know you had a panic attack? Like, I'm not supposed to be here for you all the time. I can't, I can't go to a party and have a little bit of fun. Like, that's the spin they put on it. Yeah. So then you basically find out the whole COVID test thing. Like, she couldn't be around. Yes, she did have a panic attack. She didn't blame him for leaving. She, she was simply telling him what happened while he was gone. And then he was like, I don't want you to record my voice. So he was throwing the microphone away. And that's when he's like irate and upset. Yeah, he's upset at Netflix in that moment. Yeah. But that's not how I saw that scene when I watched it. Not at all. No. Yeah, it reads like he's done with Danielle. He's sick of her shit. You shouldn't have had a panic attack. You shouldn't be blaming me for it. That's not at all what happened. Yeah. It's fucked up and so because of the way that they spun that so hard nick has had a really hard time uh like actually holding down a job after this like they don't take him seriously anymore and he's a guy that has been working in the software industry for a very long time and you know he's he's a lawyer he's got big shit and he had a a quote here let me read this so he says i burned through my savings i cashed out my 401k i've got two months left in the bank to pay my mortgage i can't get a job because people don't take me seriously i was a vp in software for five years so it's not like i don't have a track record of experience or success yeah and he literally is just wondering whether his mortgage is gonna get paid and it sucks like to have this opportunity of like you're both being dangled the opportunity of fame and fun and like finding love and going to mexico like you're gonna have a good time and none of that happens yeah and these people aren't really falling in love they're fucking trauma bonding like they're just (laughs) opening up all the horrible wounds inside of them because they're of the altered state that they're in and if you so happen to find somebody that can like care for you during that time you're like great neat but it's not guaranteed to last because the result of trauma bonding is not a healthy relationship yeah so it's just fucked up so (laughs) and it sucks he started that that you can group right uh about us it's to help reality tv participants with their mental health and getting them legal experts to know like what can and can't happen to them while they're filming, which can affect big brother, which can affect survivor. Like it can go through a, like we may see a change to reality TV as a whole. This isn't like a Netflix centered cause, right? It is for reality TV as a whole. And I went to their donate page and I thought thought you'd find this interesting. If everyone who watched reality TV donated just one month of what they pay sh- pay for streaming services, we could solve this issue forever. Wow. So you can choose to like monthly do 10, 25, 50, 100, or 25. So like I just canceled Netflix, right? Uh-huh. Which was like 25 something bucks. So let's say I give it to this. I was already paying Netflix that. You know, mm-hmm. it's just crazy to think about. I can take the money from the bad person and give it to this good person. It affects me in no bad way and something yeah. good may happen, you know. Right. But yeah, and then it says what their donation will be used for. And I know that he's a lawyer. So I'm guessing, you know, all, all this stuff is super airtight on this website. Yes. Because there's a whole bunch of just stuff on here. But it's just wild. Like, like we all know that it's that it's falsified and it's, you know, it's crafted. So we even know that in season one, 
Remember Giannina? She was with that one dude. Yes. And he was on uh, whatever the fuck, that other show. Yeah, what, I forget that dude's name. It's like Daniel or something. But whatever. Something like that. That guy. Netflix told him to say no at the altar. That's to cause nuts. the scene that happened. You know? Yeah. Like, that's been known since season one aired. Yeah. Like, that like, wasn't even want, a fucking secret. They want the runaway bride sequences, you know? They want, like, this big drama. They want the flair. Oh, yeah. They don't care to show you. And it kind of softens my opinion, too, of all the, like, shitty people that we've seen on these seasons. Like, of course they're in a bad mood. Of course they're being mean. They're being broken down to, like, the basic building blocks of an unwell person. <laughs> yeah. It feels bad it feels bad and it sucks because i was like two episodes into the fucking after the altar update for season four. Oh, okay and i kind of want to finish it just because there's only one more episode and it's i just don't want to give netflix the view i'm like man you guys tortured these people i just want to know like how it kind of shakes out because with the new lens that i can like analyze this show through i want to know what these people are like, I want to be able to read between the lines and see if these people are actually okay, you know, and see how yeah. they're doing. So this would be a follow-up. This wouldn't be a follow-up to the people that I'm still curious about. Cause I want to know. Chelsea and Kwame. Nah, I don't care about them. You don't care about Chelsea and Kwame or about Brent and Tiffany. I mean, no, they're fine. I they want fucking... a follow-up to season three people. I think Dallas. Yeah, I really want to know if Colleen Nancy? and Matt ever figured their fucking shit out. Oh, God, Colleen and Matt. Yeah, they were a, a whole wreck. Like, like, I don't care for them that them like, I just want to know they're in love. I just want to know if she finally was like, I have to run away. Yeah, I just want to know if they're okay. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, that's all I want to know. Mentally and physically at this point. Like, are you guys good? I, I would love an expose on this whole scene like to see like if hulu could do a documentary you know <laughs> just like look at netflix and all the shit that they're doing to these poor people yeah that would be a really great marketing opportunity for hulu but that's it's sad that that's the terms you have to think about this in you know yeah so what what have you gotten from the um after the altar thing thus far um micah is still friends with paul's mom they talk like every day okay which is sweet um Paul was also talking to Micah, but then also talking to another girl. Fucking Jackie and Josh are still together. Okay. Which is nuts. And, see, and now it kind that's of... That's the whole thing. Like, did she escape some of the, like, Netflix drama? Right. By like, getting out. <laughs> yeah. Like, is that what happened? Did she... Did she wind up leaving almost? And did she pay a bunch of money? And this guy was like, I'll, I'll, I will help you fucking pay it. Maybe. And so she got out, you yeah. know, because like we were painted, we were told to hate her as such a villain. Like, how could she do that to him while well, he's out picking the ring and getting his tux on and she's leaving for this dude? And was she like, I have to escape Netflix. Yeah. And they think that they're recording me doing something. So they get their bit of drama, but they're letting me out, you know, like, who knows? Who knows? Um, Chelsea and Kwame and Brett and Tiffany are all like super good friends they live like 10 minutes away and they hang out all all the time cool uh zach and bliss are still together okay. and as happy as ever i kind of want to know what's happening with irena they haven't really updated anything on her that was the like yeah the crazy girl the well the one that was portrayed as crazy on netflix yeah so we don't know what really happened we never will probably but i'm gonna stop watching love is blind like it sad because i really like this show i think it's entertaining i know it's garbage for my brain yeah but it was always something that was fun and trashy that i got to look forward to but now i'm just like actually it's uh not fun it's it's horrible it's actually sad. it's bad to these people <laughs> yeah like not only is it trash for my brain it is trash for their souls <sighs> yeah it almost makes you feel bad for watching it now because you're like you are enjoying this you evil little person you <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> so yeah, now I have to like want us step to back feed them with liquor so for for your entertainment. Gotta re-examine myself. 
Well, I already told you that I was done with it from the last season, but I've also canceled Netflix, so I guess I'm really done. Plus, this piled on. I'm out of the game, man. Out. <laughs> yeah. Plus, they like already did like Dallas. Clean. They already did us. Yeah. And we what sucked. What did you want? <laughs> but at least we weren't Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know it's bad. You know? Mm-hmm. But, like... I never would have thought it was that bad. Yeah. You know? Like, yeah. Like, I, I expected there to be manipulated scenes, you know? Things that, like, they spun a little bit different because it makes yeah. it more entertaining in but the way of reality. that's all I thought. I didn't yeah, think they were didn't starving they people. Were <laughs> doing, like, a fucking Stanford experiment on these poor folks. Yeah. Yeah. You heard it here. Love is blind. No longer Yimtope approved. Yeah, we're out of blind it. and cruel. We're out of the game. <sighs> but I would like to know where this goes. I'm going to follow this you can group. Because like I said, with with it being just for reality TV show people as a whole. Uh huh. Who fucking knows what can change? I mean, yeah, I bet the first one that goes up is Netflix. All their shows that are so fucking trash immediately God. probably cease. Right. I want to know to what level. Nick and Vanessa Lachey are involved in all of this. Like, do they know what's going on? Do they? I already told you from it? from last season. I bet they were just the the face and the name, and they filmed yeah. their like three scenes and walked away. I bet they had no clue how this got made. Probably. And are they doing the same thing to the contestants on the Ultimatum? I'm sure they're doing it on the people. It's called like Fuck Island or something, they where they're just like. Put all the singles on an island and see if you guys can have not have sex. Yeah, you want to know why it's so hard? Cause you're only living off of booze. Yeah, like you don't get food or water. Like it's just champagne all the time. Yeah, so you're like, I have to try to feel something because yeah. my body is is hungering for some of these three grapes that are left. <laughs> like, like it starts it's to make good. all their shows make sense. You know? Yeah, in the worst way. But see, when I watched, I didn't watch the ultimatum. What did I watch? Too hot you to watched, no, not too hot to handle. Didn't you watch the ultimatum where like no. uh, Shane was on there? And but that's not the ultimatum, because that's like a you're gonna date me or not, and that's it. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Shane Jansen, that's him. They know that we're talking. What is that picture of him, man? Okay, every picture of him looks just a little off. He has like. The Ace Ventura when nature calls like devil horn hair. He looks like sequential <laughs> Ocha or whatever. Oh my God. Uh, give me a second. What show was he on? Perfect match. Perfect match. That yeah. was it. And that one felt so much more tame. I think that one might have been what actual reality TV is where they're like they are just kind of there. Maybe they hydrated them, you know? <laughs> I'm wondering so because Shane was so much more normal there than we ever saw him on Love is Blind. Man. And that's why I was like, I like him. But he was a different person. Like, yeah. he literally was a different person. That's what happens when you sleep and eat. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so done with Netflix, man. Yeah. I'm glad I canceled them over it. I thought about canceling the other day, but then, like, <laughs> I saw an ad for the One Piece live action and I was like, well. You don't need it. I don't think I do, but like because if you watch it, you're you're only gonna be left with with saying I wish I could know the whole thing, and then you'd have to watch the anime. Yeah, but like, am I am I gonna want Probably. more story? I mean, this is only eight episodes. How much of the like, anime does it cover? Get, I bet fucking three episodes, three seasons, I mean, perhaps. I doubt it. I don't know what they're covering. I'm kind of curious. Like, I, I would be lying if I said I didn't want to watch it. I don't want to watch it at all. If I'm going to watch it, I'm going to watch the real one. I'm going to watch the real thing. You know? The real One Piece. The one true piece. How much does the One Piece live action cover? You ready? Yeah. Eight episodes cover almost the entirety of this one saga from One Piece. A minimum of 11 volumes or 95 chapters. <laughs> So they crammed into at eight least episodes. 45 episodes of the anime. 
crammed into these eight shows. Okay. That's a lot. How long are they going to plan to do the fucking live They're going to cancel it. You know they're going to fucking cancel yeah, it. Yeah, they are. It's Netflix. Who am I kidding? Cowboy Bebop got its live action and they canceled it the day after it dropped. Man. Did, how many of those did they cover? Because Cowboy Bebop They didn't even is, cover uh, half the anime. God. Like it's 26 episodes, right? Yeah. And they did like... Oh, let's see real quick. I mean, I didn't watch that either because I was like, well, I've, I've, I've seen the real one. I don't need yeah. to watch this. They did... They did 10 shows and... Okay. So yeah, they did about half the anime and that show covered about half the half the story. All right. Because like one of the biggest people that's in the majority of the show got introduced at the end of that last show. Oh shit. So it ended on a cliffhanger for you going like, "Oh cool, all the stuff I want to see is coming next." And they said, "Canceled." That sucks. So why should I get excited for the One Piece live action for Do me you think to go the fans do you think the fans of One Piece could carry this one? Or do you think it's going to be a situation where people watch it or they don't watch it and they're like, I'm not going to watch it because the anime is like so much better. It's more toward the real stuff. Only real fans watch the real anime. Nobody's watching the live action. I bet they will like it as a way for like people like us to get into it. Because they're like, we know that everyone's daunted by this, you know, 1,000 episode show. But if people can get yeah. into this, maybe one day they'll come over to us and then we'll have a bigger fan base. But this is a good entry point. Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe I'm going to watch the first couple episodes and just see if I like the story. See if I'm interested in it. Because the only thing I'm interested in right now is that boy with the green hair. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so sad because you had a, had, had a one piece of ass. <laughs> Enosni had a had a one piece of ass, right? Yes. I had no ass on the show. What about I, the redhead? I was like, I'm not no. You I was like, like I was like, yeah, I don't get a one piece of ass. That's all we've been talking about in the Discord. Uh by the way, guys, one piece is about the one piece of ass. Truly. That is that is the whole premise. That is the one piece. One piece redhead. Oh, she's I wanna okay. look at her again. No, don't show me this anime man. What the fuck who no, show me the redhead girl. She looks better without the red hair. Like, like her normal is very, very pretty. But, like, there's nothing about that character right there that I'm like, yeah. Hmm. If anything, I guess I like Luffy. He just looks so, like, he is, <laughs> he is like, about <laughs> playing this character. Like, he does, yeah. Like, his face at all times sells to me. He wants to be there. To the bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. He's like bought in. Like His he... name's Luffy? Yeah. I always thought it was Luffy. No, it is Luffy. Luffy. Like a fucking loofah that you wash yourself with. <laughs> okay. Uh, what's what's his name? Let me get his name real in quick. Inyaki Godoy. Monkey D. Luffy. Yep, that's his name. Oh, yeah. Monkey D. Luffy. You have fun with that. Um... I'm going to leave that to you. Plus, I don't have Netflix, so. Yeah, I'm going to watch the first couple of episodes, and I'll let you know what I think about it. Okay. Maybe I'll bring that to the next show. You heard it here, guys. Kelsey's dipping her toes into the One Piece. I might do it. It's this green-haired man. <laughs> we'll see if he can carry it alone for you, just like Zuko did for so many people in Avatar. Yeah. I know you're just staring at that guy. I am. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know because I see your face. You're just like, uh. <laughs> um, well, with that, do you want to go try to find the one piece? The one I mean, most I perfect ass. If you love this episode, please tell a friend about us because word of mouth is the best we eat. The best way we can get the good Yimtope into new ears. Squeaky clean ears. Get the Q-tips in there. Make sure you can hear all the Yimtope. We release weekly Every single Monday, each and every Monday, we are here for you. First thing in the morning, turn it on. It's us. If you want to talk to us, you can catch us on Twitter at YMBTOAP. And we're also on Bisky. We just got a Bisky invite, also known as uh, Blue Sky, apparently. <laughs> I've been calling it Bisky because I just saw like the BSKY.social or whatever. I mean, that's what it we looks like. We haven't set up our profile yet, really, but like you can go in there and follow us. It's at Yemtope, of course. Um, but if you're special, if you're cool, 
If you are perhaps bussin, oh my god, <laughs> you could join the shrimp council. The Shrimp Council can hit us up on Discord. Discord is the place where we live constantly. I'm in there at 3 a.m. when I can't sleep. I'm dropping memes. I'm talking about Disney Dreamlight Valley that I'm all stuck on. Robert's showing us his lock screen that has been the same for the past four and a half years, I think, now. At least the home screen. Lock screen changes. Okay. Got to keep it fresh, you know? Yeah. We're talking all the time in the Discord. If you want to talk to us about this week's episode, if you want to know... What the fuck is going on with Syrup and Denny's? Hit us up there. Thank you, of course, to our patrons for supporting us always and forever. <laughs> you guys are the best. We love you so much. I'm just excited to have you in our lives. You are for real the reason we do this over and over and over again. Like, we do it for all the listeners, but especially for the patrons, our shrimpies. We love you so very much. And our theme song is The Grim Reaper Blows the Horn by Farage. Please check him out on YouTube. We do this for him as well because he has the yeah. good tunes that has given us the tone that you guys have heard for the past four and a half years. And as always, thanks for listening and tune in next time to get the answer to that burning question. Let us blind over. By the way, did you know that Fulton Lee has a new song that dropped today? I saw a TikTok of him and I was going to send it to you and I was like, he's probably seen it. (laughs) No, I haven't because one popped up for me and I was like, but I know these are so manufactured and I just skipped it. This one didn't look manufactured though. He was like talking to a woman and it was like walking her dogs. Yeah. Walking her dogs. Did you think that was manufactured? I just skipped it. Oh man. No, she looked surprised by it because she was like, what? You want words? You got a freestyle? (laughs) He was like, yeah, give me words. It's funny. Did he freestyle? He did. It was about uh, the words that she gave were airplane, playground, and Christmas. Hmm. It was fucking good. Okay. I'll have to see if that was his new song that dropped today. Maybe, yeah. Because there's an airplane on the cover for it. Well, shit. I like played it, but I didn't really... You know I don't intake the lyrics first thing. Yeah. So... (laughs) This is a good ender. Anyway... (laughs) 